Hey y'all, welcome back to the Fire and Water Cooking Podcast. I'm Darren, I'm your host, and today we got a special guest, Mr. Tom Horseman of Tom Horseman YouTube channel. I can't wait to talk to Tom. If you haven't followed him, check out his YouTube channel listed below. I'll be right back with Tom Horseman from YouTube. Smoking, grilling, getting hot and hotter, sous vide and chilling from fire and water. Hey all, I want to introduce you to a company I just started working with, Fresh Jack's Organic Spices out of Jacksonville, Florida. They're a small, family-run company that's fast-growing. I've tried a bunch of their different seasoning blends and spices, and I can tell you they are all fresh, all organic. None of them contain artificial flavors or sweeteners. None of them have anti-caking agents or preservatives. They all taste like they were just made for you yesterday. Check them out, guys. They're on Amazon in the link below. They have different sample packs, different blends. Like I said, they also have the individual seasonings and spices as well. Fresh Jack's Organic Spices. Check them out, guys. I love them. Welcome back to the Fire and Water Cooking Podcast. I'm Darren. I'm your host. And today we're doing something special. I'm actually going to run this both on the uh, podcast and on YouTube. I'm going to have a uh, video recording of the podcast. So if you're wanting to check out the uh, the video of this podcast, go to my YouTube channel, Fire and Water Cooking on YouTube. But I have a special guest, Mr. Tom Horseman of YouTube. He has a great uh, yeah, YouTube channel. I watch Tom Horseman a lot. Um, just for the fact that he's got a big grill, grill uh, collection that I like to Google. So Tom, introduce yourself, who you are, where you are, all that. Hey folks, how y'all doing? Tom Horseman at YouTube. Uh, thanks for watching folks. Um, it's me, Tom Horseman, Franklin, Wisconsin is where I am. That's the Southeastern part of Wisconsin. I actually, uh, actually have a place down in Florida too. My wife's retired. So we have kind of like a retirement home in central, central Florida. Um, I've been doing the YouTube thing now for seriously for probably about five years and uh, like to spend a lot of time uh, cooking stuff. Uh, if you watch my channel, doing modifications to my grills, uh, trying to make them better. Uh, sometimes it makes it worse. And uh, I also do some tool stuff and I like woodworking. So I started doing some woodworking stuff. But yeah, it's just me. You're, you're, if you're watching today, you're saying, who is that guy? Because usually you just see my hands, you see the foods, and you see the cookers. That's, that's what it is. It's, it's not, you know, I always say it's not about me. It's about the cookers, and it's about the food I'm doing. And as always, if I can do it, so can you, because I'm just an amateur. Thanks for having me out there, and I appreciate that. So what do you do for a living for your, for your regular job? Well, I, I am a uh, safety professional for a construction company. I've been doing safety now for a long time. I've been in construction my entire life, worked my way through college doing, doing construction. And uh, when, uh, when the body starts giving out, uh, they make you a safety guy. And that's, that's what I did. And I'm a, a senior safety guy, which I always say refers to my age. Uh, but I work mainly... Um, with our, our heavy highway crews, uh, building highways, building bridges, building roads, and that, and uh, mostly throughout Wisconsin and the Midwest, but uh, we, we do some work throughout the country. So uh, it's what I do is I always say that I'm gonna keep doing it as long as I'm making a difference. And I still make a difference, so I'm gonna keep on doing it. Do you have any kind of engineering background at all, Tom? Nope. What's school to be a teacher? 
never taught a day in my life. I, after student teaching, I decided hey, it ain't for me. I didn't have the patience for the kids. And uh, so I, I still, I do a lot of teaching. Uh, we, as a, as a the company I work for, we uh, pride ourselves in doing all our own training. So I, I just did a bunch of trainings last week. And I uh, go out of my way to talk to the guys and do presentations, but uh, I'm not an engineer. Uh, the reason I ask that is because some of the modifications I've seen you do and, you know, talking about the Weber smoke fire, um, you know, the, uh, the, 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 what was it? What did you call it? The Weber wedge that you invented <laughs> to help them out with the uh, sliding. Yeah. The Weber wedge. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. The Went down the shop, found some scrap and put it together and said, here, here you go, Weber, you can have it. And uh, like a week later, they came out with it. I'm sure it was in the works a long time before I came up with the Weber wedge. But it was it was kind of funny on, on my end that uh, one day I said, hey, you know what, this is what you need. And a week later, they, they did it. So whatever. Yeah, well, well, we'll we'll talk about that. We'll touch on that a little bit down the road. But I just kind of we're going to get your background because more because I saw you do you a lot of modifications to your grills, much more than I've seen anybody else do. And you know, it, it just fascinates me because you have a lot of grills. So you're a collector. You're somebody that you go to garage sales looking for for grills that you can that you don't have to add to your collection. Some that um, uh, you know people probably would just walk right past you're you're over there you know seeing what you can do to it and then then you're taking it home and fixing it up so how, how did you get involved when did this start for you because that's that's one of the things I know I've, I've always had a you know an interest in, in barbecue and stuff and cooking but it really only took off for me about you know three or four or five years ago where I said hey I want to start doing something regularly with it and growing my interest when did it start for you Oh man, maybe eight, nine years ago. It was as a, as a joke. Uh, the, the kids, uh, would, um, I have two boys, uh, and they're both in their thirties now, but they would, they would jokingly say, you know, you should, uh, you should do this on YouTube, dad. And I say, ah, I ain't gonna do this on YouTube. And then as a joke, uh, I started a YouTube channel and I had like 30 seconds. I didn't even know how to put anything together. And I said, like I said, if you watch it, I'm still an amateur, but, uh, I, I did a couple little cooks there and, uh, it's talked about a little bit at work. One of the things we do at work when we're going around our trainings is, you know, to you know, try and get people to talk more. And what you do is you go around who you are, what you do, and tell me one thing, tell the group one thing you don't know about yourself. So one day I was at one of these trains and I'm, I'm the first one since it's my training. And I said, I have a YouTube channel. They said, what? You've got a YouTube channel. And I, and I said, yeah, I, at the time, I think I had 25 subscribers and it, it kind of took off from there. And then my wife got me uh, the, the app to put everything together, the iMovie app to put everything together. And uh, I started doing a little bit more. And then one day I hit 100. And I said, oh, you're kidding me, 100 people? I said, <laughs> this is amazing. I said, I can't believe that 100 people would want to subscribe to this. And, you know, and when I hit 1,000, it's like, okay, that's it. We're done. I can't go any higher than that, right? And then. Oh, it made it to 10,000 people nuts. 10,000 people want to subscribe to this. And now we're at, you know, a little over 13,000. And, I, and I, I still don't understand the whole concept. I just make videos and put it on YouTube and people watch. So that's how it started. 
It's your upper Midwestern folksy personality. I mean, that's what you're very warm. People want to listen to you. And, you know, it's the look-see, you know, let's take a look-see. I mean, people, you got those little catchphrases that are yours that nobody, if I started, you know, on my channel, start going, well, let's take a look-see. People will go, that's Tom Horseman. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, there's, right. no, there's no thought into any of that. It just happens. Right. And I start saying it all the time and, you know, I, whatever, you know, it just, kind of goes so yeah yeah maybe that's what it is i think that's what works with a lot of people like even with justin baby back maniac it's not you know what he's doing it's how he presents it you know personality wise you know that's what people get attracted to on youtube especially you know you could be cooking a shoe you know people will turn in to watch you cook that shoe because it's you and they like your you know folksy personality you know you're gonna say well let's take a look see at the how the shoe's doing and you know that's what they come there for and then but idea by the way i, sh I should try that yeah there you go <laughs> well you got that new caveman you can see how long that 1500 degree so and and like i said you've got you know your little you know people come to you for i want to see what he's cooking on the, to this week what kind of grill he's got you know not just that but how clean his grills are <laughs> compared to uh to uh, what i got out back but um so when did you start collecting grills though? When did that, when did that start? Was that before YouTube or was that during your YouTube? I had a couple grills, but it was all about room. You know, so our, our, uh, I have to go like two houses ago. Uh, you know, our original house in Milwaukee, my wife is a retired Milwaukee. Uh, uh, she was on the fire department. She was a paramedic. One of the first females in the Milwaukee fire department. I love her dearly. And she went through a lot of hassle become one of the first two females on the fire department took a, took a judge to tell the city of milwaukee that hey find a place for women on the fire department she went through the academy three times they failed her three times just because she was a female so you know we had to live in the city of milwaukee our house there didn't have a whole lot of room for grills you know i had uh one one on the patio then i was able to fit i uh, when primo came out with uh their ceramic oval i think i paid over two grand for it and uh, that thing was just, you know, my, my oldest boy, Brian's got it now. But uh, that, that's kind of what started me off. Uh, then, you know, the kids moved out and she retired. I got the house in Florida. For work, I was traveling. I spent a whole winter in New Jersey uh, for work. And uh, I came back home in the spring and just said, you know, why do we got this house? I just, you know, the kids are gone. There's no need for it. Put it on the market. A week later, it sold. So I lost, I lost any, you know, we didn't have a place to go. And we ended up in an apartment. Uh, that had a, a two-car garage, but it was deep. So I was able to stick some grills on the side and, you know, start searching Craigslist at the time and found some, some older stuff. Uh, my PK grill, which actually I'm cooking on today, uh, I found that on uh, Craigslist and restored it and uh, haven't looked back from then. And then the current configuration we're in is a three-and-a-half-car garage. So, oh, I got room to grow here. You know, I, I got two full I got two full-size trucks, the work truck and the personal truck. And then uh, in the middle, the kingdom, you know, and I uh, got grills in the house too. So, and then we go down to Florida and our Lanai in Florida is, guess what? Got grills in it. <laughs> so let's, let's, uh, since you're on the iPad, let's take me a, a little bit of a, you know, show us what you got here because you've got several different Webers, the different colors and you yep. know, you've got the performers, you've got the, the portables, you've got all kinds of stuff. Just give some, the people an idea of what you got going on. So that's that's what it is, you know. I've got uh, uh, the Miller Light, uh, and we've got my test bed grill right here that I do all my modifications to. 
And uh, we got the performer right there. We've got a couple of pillow grills up on the rack there. You can see the, uh, the caveman and uh, all the rest of the grills. And then uh, there's the pizza cooker in the back there. That's the, uh, the, the, uh, the Blackstone back there. And it does a really nice job. Uh, but uh, yeah, that's what I've got. And then there's some more in the house. Some of my display models, some of the, the brand new stuff. I won't put anything used in the house. Some of the older stuff that I've uh, picked up uh, is, is in the house on display. And like I said, I got the stuff down for it. And then you got you know, a Blackstone and a Camp Chef flat top griddle. Um, you know, that's one of the things I send people to that video that you did of the comparison of the Blackstone and the Camp Chef uh, side by side. Um, you know, because I'm a Camp Chef uh, aficionado. I love Camp Chef's products. I've had their uh, had their old pellet grill, and now I got the new uh, woodwind. I have the flat top, but I love their products just because of the ingenuity that they have with the ash clean out and you know all the different things that make the, uh, the flat top uh, you know just a little bit better than the Blackstone. But you know that Blackstone versus the Camp Chef video that you did. I mean, uh, it really points out the differences, and it's not biased in any way. It's it's strictly here's what the Blackstone has, here's what the Camp Chef has, and here's the differences. And I send people to that all the time when they ask me, hey, what's, you know, the difference? And it's, it's non-biased. It's like I said, you know, when you look at some of those things, people tend to get, you know, caught up in brands. I mean, like a lot of the Weber people were really, you know, hung up on the Weber products until the smoke fire thing came out and then a lot of people started getting uh, <laughs> started mouthing off about it but you still got those uh, you know people that are locked up in brands just like on the car side just like on any kind of brand i mean you know ford versus chevy you know <laughs> mercedes versus bmw it, sometimes they look past things and just strictly focus on the brand but that video you did against the camp chef versus the blackstone was strictly you know what it has and what the other one doesn't. It wasn't anything to do with the brands themselves, you know, nothing. Um, so that's the kind of stuff I like because that way you're being more honest. It's not like, well, you know, Blackstone, they're, they're a better company because of they've been around longer or whatever. It's like, no, just take the product versus the product and do, you know, what's, what's the benefits of, of both of these, you know, both of them are good products. You don't have to trash one to uh, make the other one look good. It's just, look at the that's why i said with camp chef on their pellet grills you know people go oh yeah the pit boss is just as good well the pit boss doesn't have the ash clean out doesn't have you know some of the other things that the you know the camp chef offers so if you look at options and what they have instead of go past don't even look at the brand name <laughs> you know sometimes you got to do that and um that's one of the things that frustrates me a lot of times on facebook and even on youtube you got the people that are all they look at is the brand name so yeah i agree you know, yeah, Weber makes a great product and, you know, you got a bunch of their, you know, their kettles are, can't be beat and, but, you know, they're having issues with this new pellet grill. Not everything they make is going to be great. <laughs> so, and sometimes they got to go back and, and, um, change things. So let's talk about modifications. So you, you're big on taking some of these grills that you bought and trying to make them better. How, how did that go? How did that start? I, for, you know, I think it started with uh, the Rectech Mini. Uh, I wanted to put a, uh, I, I, that was my first pellet grill. My, my, my oldest boy's got it now. But uh, I didn't like the holes in the back. You know, we were in Wisconsin here, and the wind was blowing in there. Snow was going in there. The rain was going in there. 
And I said, well, this is, this is foolish. And I went on Rectech's site and they, they, sold, they sold Smokestack as a separate option. I said, ooh, you're gonna sell that to me? I'm gonna put it on your grill. So they sold it to me and I put it on the grill and I blocked off the back three holes with some diamond plate and uh, that kind of started the whole thing. I, I, you know, that's when the, uh, I started getting a lot of comments about, well, you just voided the warranty. You know, and I, I, I guess I voided a lot of warranties then because I've, I've drilled holes and put stuff in just about everything I have. So the only thing you can't really do it to is a ceramic grill easily. And I really haven't done anything. I got one ceramic grill and I haven't, uh, haven't done any mods to that, but uh, that's kind of how it started. And then, you know, everything else was just like, how can I make this better? You know, Weber stopped making all the accessories, the tables, you know, you, you, can, you, know, you can buy from somebody else, but they stopped making them. And so I did a modification with the table. And uh, I said, you know, these, uh, you know, some of these Weber grills are a little short. Let's let's do a quick, you know, easy, you know, cheap, you know, extent, leg extension to make them taller. And uh, I, I did that. And um, just, uh, you know, you talk about Blackstone. When I got the Blackstone tailgater uh, combo, even looking at it on Amazon, I was thinking, I want this because I know what I'm going to do to it. And uh, <laughs> that's what I did. And I made it easier for me to use here at home and easier for, uh, I'm going to take a camper with me this, this summer. And uh, you know, a, lot, a lot of it I do, I look at and I just say, what can I do to make this better? Or I have an issue with it that needs to be taken care of. I, I almost want to go out and spend a thousand bucks on the Weber smoke fire just so I can do modifications to make it better. Because since they did their uh, Weber wedge, they haven't really done anything else to that thing. And it needs... And I got some ideas are rattling around in my head that I want to do to that thing. I just got to justify in my head spending the thousand bucks on the smaller one, the EX4, just so I can get it here and avoid the warranty. So right. <laughs> yeah. You know, well, I listened to the uh, Barbecue Central podcast last week, um, actually the week before last, and Kevin was on there from Weber and kind of explaining a lot of the stuff they're going to fix, you know, with the app updates and that's like well some of that stuff like grease fires you're not going to be able to fix with a with a software update so i mean it's some of the design flaws of the unit itself you know you, you know yeah of course you can you know fix some stuff software but there's a lot of stuff on it that you can't you know uh, just like the wedge thing that they had to come out with because you know they really didn't even want to admit they had a problem until just about every youtube video out there people were posting even Harry Sue had that issue, but he kind of, kind of, you know, blew past it. He he just dumped more pellets in it, which, <laughs> you know, that's not an answer to the question when you got, you know, 15 pounds of pellets, you know, still sitting up on the side of the hopper, not sliding down. The, you know, you shouldn't have to go out and dump more pellets in the, in the middle. Uh, <laughs> it's, you know, not fixing the problem. So, but, um, you know, definitely um, there's some issues there, but, I watched the, on the, even on the Camp Chef uh, Pursuit, the smaller one, where you, uh, you know, modified the hopper to make it a 20-pound hopper and, and, and things like that, where you, you know, pretty much, yeah, you've ordered the, voided the warranty on it, but you made it work for you, so. Yeah, yeah. I, I bought the Pursuit as a medium-sized pellet grill. I, I think it, it's a good pellet grill, and if you're looking for a medium-sized pellet grill, that's the one for you. Is it, it's weight kind of makes it defeats the purpose of the portability of it i mean uh, if you buy it just out of the box and everything use it as is it, it is portable but there's some weight there but if you're looking for a medium-sized pellet grill that thing is perfect and, and yeah it has a small pellet hopper because it's portable well 
put a little extension on it and you're good to go. I put a side shelf on it, I'm good to go. I put a stack on it because I don't like lures and the stack looks cool and uh, I'm good to go. Yeah, that was one of the things too about the Weber that I didn't like. I don't like, like you, I don't like lures. I like having a smokestack. I like having the smoke vented out of one, one place. That way it's more of the smoke stays in the chamber longer. You know, it has to work its way out through one hole instead of louvers in the back. I know some of the higher end, you know, like the Memphis grills have that same louver type system, but I just don't like it. I'm like you, I like, I like it to have a stack. So especially like with the camp ship where you can even control the top of the stack and how much smoke is actually coming out at once and the airflow with that as well. So, so how many of these grills do you actually use on a monthly, <laughs> quarterly, yearly basis? Because you got a bunch of them. I, I, I try and get the rotation going. Like, like today I'm on the PK and I haven't cooked on that for a while. So that, the, the thought today was, yeah, I haven't cooked on the PK, so let's cook on the PK. Um, I go heavy sometimes on the pellet grills because they are so easy and convenient. You know, and, and uh, the Weber kettles, I, 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 I I, I try and cook on them as much as I can, but there's no set rotation where I've got a list and I'm checking them off and say, I just cook on whatever I want to cook on. Yeah. Yeah. And that's me too. And I end up, I end up cooking on the, uh, the pellet grill a lot too. Just like you said, it's, it's convenience. You know, if you get home after you know, being running around all day or something and you want to, you know, just get the fire going. And then especially now with the, I got the Woodwind Wi-Fi, I can sit here and monitor it while I'm editing video. You know, I don't have to get up and walk out and make sure, you know, it's still doing what it's doing. Or, you know, I can just look at my phone. If I need to adjust the temperature, I can, you know, do it right on my phone, which makes it really easy. But, um, you know, I have the Kamado Joe and I have the iCommand, so I can do the same thing, but it's just not as convenient because I got to go out there and hook up the iCommand, you know, the temp controller to the thing, light the charcoal, wait for it to get up to temp, then go put the food on. And, you know, so, it, yeah, I mean, it's that... <laughs> it's not laziness it's just the way it is anymore people are busy and you know convenience kind of supersedes but i love cooking on the i just got a pk 360 and just actually just put it together i haven't cooked on it yet so but i had a pktx the you know, one with the folding uh cart but the only thing i don't like about those the classic in that one is the the way the bottom vents you know i burned my hand like three times on it because oh. i <laughs> It's just they're difficult to adjust, and the the 360 actually has the. Uh, it's a lot easier to adjust those bottom vents. So, cool. But uh, yeah, I mean, I like um, I like different grills too. I like the flat top. I like experimenting. I just don't have as much room as you do, and uh, <laughs> but it seems like you got a lot of portable grills too. So when you're looking at a new grill, I mean, what do you, I mean, does something just jump out at you? I mean, is it something where you're buying? Uh, use stuff at garage sales or are you looking for new grills on amazon all the time what how how does tom horseman look at buying a grill it's there there's no rhyme or reason to it uh yeah i look on amazon yeah i look on uh facebook marketplace a lot um if i see something like that caveman i was just walking through the the first store chain here in the midwest is called menards and I happened walking through Menards, and I walked right past it, and I did a double take. I said, "Whoa, what's that?" And then what caught caught my eye first was the price was like 120 bucks. I think it was like 116 bucks. And I said, "Oh, hey, hang on, eh?" And I recognized it because I had been looking at the beepers and right. the knockoffs, which are those high temp 
grills and they're all like three, four, five hundred. Some of them are almost a thousand bucks. And when I saw this, I said, whoa, hang on, 120 bucks? Really? I said, well, I'll take that home and give it a shot for 120 bucks. And, and that's what I did. And uh, the, rest is, the rest is history because the thing works phenomenal. I mean, it really, truly does get up to 1,500 degrees. Yeah, the only thing I can see with that is to see how long it lasts because it, it looks like it's a little bit, you know, maybe it's a thinner material than the beefer and some of the others, the North Fire, or the, uh, the Wild. I don't know why that, that thing is so expensive, but. You know that that thing is the one that's like twelve hundred bucks. So, yeah, well, it was one hundred twenty bucks. So, in my opinion, it's stainless steel, and if it lasts a year or two, well, I got my money out of it. <laughs> exactly. You know, it's uh, you'd hate to spend eight hundred bucks on something like that, and as soon as the warranty up, it blows up on you. So, so I don't see a uh, offset. You know, a big offset um, cooker. Are you just not into that type of cooking? I mean, because it's a totally different way of cooking. I, uh, I've had opportunities to get one. I, I just haven't. I don't, I'm in the city here, so I don't have wood storage. I'd have to give up some of the garage to have splits and everything like that. Um, and you're right. It, it is it's time consuming. I watch a, lot, a whole lot of other people who have offsets and I watch all the time. They said, my son Brian's got one and, you know, he talks about, yeah, I'm cooking on an offset today. I ain't going nowhere. I got every, you know, 30 minutes or whatever, you got to go put a couple more splits in. So I, I think it's a great way to cook. Well, maybe that's something I do when I retire. You know, you don't have to get everything right away. You got to save, uh, save some stuff for, uh, for later. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm the same way. I, I've kicked it around and actually just recently had, um, you know, thought about buying an offset just to, you know, add that um, to, throw it into some of the stuff I cook, but then I think about it, you know, cause you really got to sit there and babysit the fire. There's no, you know, throwing a temp controller on it or, uh, especially with, since I do a lot with sous vide anyway, I'm not using the smoker, you know, a hundred percent to sit there and cook a whole brisket on it. So I don't want to have to sit there and babysit a fire if I'm just cooking on it for a couple hours. So, um, and I just don't have the room. I'm, I'm getting a new deck built here that but I'll have a little bit more room, but, I just don't want to have a big, ugly offset smoker sitting out there that I'm hardly ever going to use. So um, there's so many, that's one of the things in this era, there's so many different things that you can um, use to grill and cook outside that you don't really need to have that, um, you know, big offset smoker anymore. You know, it may be one of the better ways to cook a brisket, but I can cook a brisket on the PK grill. I can cook a brisket on the pellet grill. I can cook a brisket on my Kamado Joe. So. Yeah, we have a lot of options. So, you know, it, it's it's all about time. And you got to have time if you got an offset. I, I mean, I love people. Uh, Ken from Heavy Metal Barbecue. I just love it when he cook, cooks on, on his. And I just love watching him. Uh, but I, I just, I don't have the time. Not right now. I exactly. All right. Well, we're going to take a little bit of a break here. And then um, we'll come back and we'll, we'll delve deep into your YouTube channel a little bit more and talk about some other uh, – products and grills and stuff that you do and um i'll be right back with tom horseman from youtube hey all this is darren and i want to take a minute to talk to you about masterclass i just signed up for masterclass and i can tell you what it's well worth it masterclass is where you can learn how to cook from gordon ramsay you can learn how to sous vide from thomas keller 
can learn how to make Texas barbecue from Aaron Franklin himself. All these classes are available on Masterclass, plus many more. Masterclass has great video content, interactive assignments, social interaction with the Masterclass community, all for just one fee. You can either buy each individual class for $90 each, or you can sign up for the annual pass, which gives you access to all their classes for just $180. And that's what I signed up for. Check it out, guys. Masterclass has some of the best online training you can find. Check it out, guys, in the link below. Masterclass, amazing. Now on to the show. All right, Tom. So let's take a look at, you know, we talked about how you got started on YouTube and let's talk about how you've developed it over the years because you haven't really, I mean, I'll watch you one one day and you're cooking on your PK grill like you said you were going to say. And then the next day you're showing me a drill that you bought at uh, Harbor Freight and comparing it to, uh, you know, a more pricey one. And then the next day you're cooking on an air fryer. So, I mean, was that something you wanted to start at, at, at first? I mean, did you have an idea, you know, at first you were just going to do grilling and then you decided to kind of mix it up some or? Yeah, it, it started off as just barbecue. And then, uh, and I have to keep reminding every myself that it's my channel and it's, it's called Tom Horseman. So Tom Horseman on YouTube. So I can do whatever I want. If you don't want to watch it, I, I don't care. <laughs> if, I, if I'm having a good time making a video of uh, uh, a drill review or uh, air fryer review or, or um, building something in my wood shop, um, that's, that's what I enjoy. So, you know, and you may not enjoy it. So you may not want to watch it. The majority of people subscribe to my channel because the majority of my videos are barbecue, come for the barbecue, you know, and I'm hoping that, you know, I, I catch, a, catch a couple people that I want to see tools and some of the woodworking and tool reviews because I enjoy doing that too. Yeah, I mean, whenever I see a notification of a Tom Horseman video, I watch it no matter what it is, if it's an air fryer, because you do the reviews, you know, like I said before, like you did the Blackstone and the Camp Chef review, you know, it's an honest, non-biased, you to tell me what's great about it, what's not great about it. I can, I can pretty much trust you because you're the one that you bought this. Wasn't given to you, you know, it wasn't somebody, you know, sent you this to try and then, you know, you know, maybe that, you know, we work out a deal if you give me a great review. You, you went and bought this at Harbor Freight and then you're comparing it to something you bought you know, at Home Depot for twice as much and you're comparing it to. I mean, that's what I like, no matter what it is. Like I said, if you're doing an air fryer, you know, thing, I like to watch that too because I, I don't have an air fryer, but I'm tempted to buy one. And if I ever buy one, I want to go, well, that's the one Tom Horseman uses because he showed me the differences in it. So, I think you're going to catch some people like that. There's going to be people, uh, and I get a lot of the barbecue, hardcore barbecue traditionalist guys that don't, you know, like my take on it because I mix sous barbecue a lot. You know, it's not the only way I cook, but I do it a lot. So they kind of think that's blasphemy or what have you. But um, so how much, how much negativity do you get in your comments and stuff like that? Oh man, I get all. <laughs> we all do. I mean, all, anybody that's got a YouTube channel or Facebook or whatever, you, you get negative comments. So you, you got to remember, back in de December, I was the first one to raise some flags on the Weber Smoke Fire, and uh, I did a couple, a bunch of videos, and then uh, Justin and I kind of went on it. When, when you know, he was, I told him he was drinking the Kool Aid, and uh, you know, I was, I, I was very when when he finally had his issues with the Weber Smoke Fire, he actually 
in the one video said, Tom, you're right. I was drinking the Kool-Aid, but uh, I took, oh man, the, the Weber employees, the Weber engineers, the Weber traditionalists. I, yeah, I was, uh, <laughs> I was deleting and it's my channel so I can do whatever I want. If you're going right. to make a really negative comment and it's not constructive criticism, it's just being nasty. I just don't delete your comment. And if you keep on doing it, guess what? I'm going to delete you. But in all the years I've been doing this, there's less than five that I've permanently said, nope, you can't ever comment on my channel again. So I, I take the majority of it and try to respond. If it's, if someone wants to be, you know, constructive criticism or they just want to talk, talk and maybe they don't disagree, they, they don't agree and want to disagree. That's fine. Let's, let's chat about it. But if you, if you're going to be nasty, yeah, that's going to get deleted. So I, that's, yeah. Yeah, there's some there, there's some people that um, leave comments on YouTube just because they can't talk to people like that in person. So I've had some that are just I don't even know why you know you even commented on my video. You just you probably didn't even watch it because you have zero. You know, you just actually made this YouTube account like yesterday. <laughs> so you know, you just scratch your head and then, like you said, you delete them if they're just outright stupid. You know. I don't have a problem with people disagreeing with me on something, but you know, you have to have some kind of decorum. You can't just be nasty. And, you know, I've had people say, you know, well, I don't, you know, think you should mix, you know, sous vide with barbecue. Like, well, that's fine. You don't have to. I'm just showing to the people that want to try it, how I do it and what, you know, the results can be if you do it, you know, if you don't want to do it. Just go to the next channel and watch, you know, somebody just, just cooking barbecue all the time. You don't have to watch my stuff, but don't, try to change my mind or see if you can take, take me down, you know, or, or people that are watching me, you know, they're not going to listen to you cause you're not going to be on there long enough. <laughs> you know, like you said, you know, it's like, you know, you got to deal with that stuff all the time. But um, I wouldn't think that you had too much, but I, I'm sure like if, yeah, if you have something like with these, like I was talking about earlier with the guys that are the brand guys, you know, that, you can't say anything negative about like, let's say a Blackstone. You can't, no. even if you're comparing it to the camp chef, you know, if you, if you try to mention anything that might be different or not as good, then they'll just blast you, you know, oh, my black stone is the best in the world that I bought at Walmart. You know, I get that stuff all the time. And, you know, you're not going to be able to fight those people. You just got to either get rid of them or let them go down the road. So. I usually, the majority of them, I just respond with, thanks for watching. Exactly. <laughs> yep. Thanks for watching. Because that's all they're trying to do is get a, get a rise out of you anyway. Yeah, that's all they're trying to pick a fight. That's all they're trying that's to do. That's all they're trying to do. And uh, you got to deal with that no matter what you're doing. No matter what, you know, you're, you're <laughs> if you got a YouTube channel, you're going to get some of that no matter what you're doing. So, um, so let's, so we talked about you not having a um, offset. Is there any other type of grills that you don't like? I mean, do you prefer cooking with charcoal over pellets? You know, as far as a cook, it's not convenience-wise, but, I mean, does it really matter to you what you're cooking on? I mean, I see you got the electric, you know, Weber there, so. Yeah, it, it, doesn't, uh, it doesn't matter to me. Um, you know, the pellet grills and the charcoal, I, I like them all. You know, I, I think you get a little bit more smoke and a little bit better taste sometimes on charcoal as opposed to uh, a pellet grill, um, even gas. I don't, mind, I don't mind cooking on gas. You know, when you're cooking on a grill, you're cooking on, on gas. You know, so I don't have any real preference. I have people always ask me about, 
you know, do you like apple pellets better than hickory pellets? I can't taste the difference. I really can't. <laughs> I, I usually use some competition blend that's got everything in it. And uh, I, I, you know, a lot of these pellet grills, like Camp Chef and everybody else has got these pellet dumps so you can change flavors. I can't, it, you could, I can't tell the difference. I'm, I'm one of those guys where my taste buds can't pick up whether it was cooked on hickory or cooked on apple. So, but, but I do can tell the difference if it's cooked on charcoal as opposed to, uh, to uh, on pellets. So, I, you know, I have no real preference. I like cooking on all of them. Yeah, I can tell a difference if I'm using, you know, smoking wood in my Kamado, you know, with charcoal. If I'm using, you know, pecan or cherry versus oak or something like that. But it is hard on pellets because they do cook at a hotter temperature and, you know, it, it does produce a different kind of a smoke. So, like you, I can be cooking on competition blend and then put, you know, 100% pecan in there and not really tell a difference. A lot of these, you know, the big thing now is the char, char hickory and the, you know, the pellets that have a little bit of charcoal mixed in with it. And I can't even tell the difference if that, if I'm running that compared to a, just a plain competition blend, I can't taste the charcoal in it. So, but you got people that will rave about it. Oh, these charcoal, you know, hickory pellets are the best. It's like, I, I've tried them all. I tried the char cherry. I tried the char hickory. I tried, tried it and then cooked the same exact thing the next day on just a competition blend. And they all taste the same to me. So. I think that's, uh, you know, one of the things people get kind of stuck in their head, you know, that it's got to be better because it's got charcoal in there. With <laughs> Have you tried the different char, char, you know, mixed pellets at all? Yeah, yeah I, I have. I, and you know, like you, I can't, I can't tell the difference. Yeah. And it doesn't taste like charcoal, you know, like, like cooking over a charcoal grill to me. So. All right. So let's talk about other products. You know, we kind of touched on a little bit, you know, when you, when did you start doing this? I want to start touching on other products like, you know, the drill or I mean, it was just, you just one day decided, you know, I got, I bought a new drill and I had this old one that, you know, was a lot more expensive and I just want to do a video on it. Is that how you kind of come about doing these type of videos? Well, it all started when I decided to build a shop in the basement here. So I had a wood shop two houses ago and I loved it. And then when we sold the house, I lost it. And uh, when we found uh, this condo at an unfinished basement, I remember looking at it. And the first thing that came into my mind was shop. Got to have a shop again. I missed it. I, I love going down in the basement and wasting away a Saturday or a Sunday afternoon and just pots of building things, you know, making, <laughs> make, I'm the king of sawdust. Nobody can make sawdust better than me. I'm, I'm, I'm the best. So I, I, I acquired uh, three, uh, three doors that are being thrown away at work because they were the wrong color, but they were solid core wood doors. And I said, well, that, nothing makes a better workbench top than that. So that, that inspired me to build a workbench. And once I had the workbench, then I had to have some more tools. And you, you know, had to put some shelves off. Well, you got shelves. You got to put some tools on it, right? So let's start going buying some tools. And I had some walkie stuff. I had some tools left over. I had given a, a bunch of them away to my, my oldest boy because uh, he was into woodworking too. So when we got rid of the house, I didn't want to sell it. I just gave it to my kid. And, uh, you know, here's an opportunity to buy some new tools. So I just started buying tools and I said, Tom Horseman on YouTube, why can't I do reviews? So I started doing reviews on tools and then I started building some stuff and, and I'm still doing that today. And that, like I said, I, I, I enjoy it. In fact, I was, I'm working on a video right now in the shop that, that I'm, I'm building for, uh, I, I bought a wood planer and I'm building a wood planer stand. So it's, I enjoy doing it. That's, and like I said, my channel's just not about barbecue. It's about whatever. So 
if it's if it's doing tools or building something, you know, that's what I'm going to do. I noticed lately too, you're doing more than like what two or three videos a week now. So you, it looks like you're you're up and up your production. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know, you come home at night, you're gonna make dinner. Why not make a video? You know, yeah. what what the heck? You know, people are watching. You'd be surprised. The ones that I put up that I say, oh man, no one's gonna. This is really kind of corny, and no one's really gonna watch it. Those are the ones that people watch the most. I know. Let's do a, let's do a frozen pizza pizza and the. Uh, and the air fryer toaster roaster oven. And uh, you'd be surprised if people go, oh, it is kind of cool. I want to try that too. I said, all right, add better. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's a, kind of the winter time yet, and work, uh, work will get much more busier here as I get into the late spring and early summer. So then, then I'll probably go back to two and three a week. But I've been trying to do, I've been trying to do one every day. You know, yeah. it's just, and I've had other people hit it right on the nose. Hey, what's Tom having for dinner tonight? You're absolutely correct. That's that's what I'm doing. I'm making a video of what I'm what I'm having for dinner, or what I'm making for sandwiches for the rest of the week for lunch. You know, that that's what I'm doing. Yeah, and since your wife's down in Florida, I mean, you got plenty of time. You got nobody getting in your way. Yeah, uh, uh, and when she's here in the summer, the two of us. Too, oh man, I tell you what, you know, we're, we uh, <laughs> that kitchen could be three times the size, and we'd still be in there at the same time. And you're, 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 I'm taking all the counter space, or either she's taking all the counter space. So. You know, it's, yeah, this time of year is perfect for me because the kitchen's all mine. Yeah, my wife doesn't like cooking, so I usually have the kitchen all to myself anyway. So <laughs> I do all the cooking at home usually. She'll make something occasionally. Uh, like she does make a great macaroni and cheese. She made some the other day when we had some people over, and then she likes to make desserts. But, you know, 90% of the time, I'm the only one in the kitchen and grilling. So let's talk about that, too. What else do you like to cook besides barbecue? Because, I, you know, like I said, we, we did talk about using your air fryer and stuff. What else do you like to make um, besides barbecue and air fryer and, and stuff? That's it. What, what you see on my channel is what I like to make. I'm I'm kind of a meat and taters guy. There ain't nothing fancy about me. You know, chicken wings in the air fryer, huh, perfect. That, that I could I could almost eat that almost every night of the week. You know, uh, frozen pizza, uh, Papa Murphy's uh, take and bake pizza, burgers on the Blackstone, uh, using the uh, the caveman to do some hot and fast pork chops uh there really isn't uh if you're watching my channel on a regular basis you know what i like it's it's <laughs> yeah and not everybody you know a lot of people are like that and that's what they that's why they like watching those kind of videos because they're like hey i'm not alone in the world you know because <laughs> i i do and i do some sous vide stuff and people still kind of look cross-eyed when i you know talk about sous vide because it's a, just a different cooking method that they're not used to but um Believe it or not, most of the stuff I make is a lot simpler than a lot of the stuff in the, in the other sous vide groups on Facebook. You know, they're they're doing all kinds of fancy, you know, chef type stuff and plating and, you know, all this stuff that you would find at a white tablecloth restaurant where most of my stuff is barbecue or just stuff I'm cooking for dinner. You know, that when, when I cook, I'm cooking for dinner too. So it's like, that's why I'm always rushing at the end because people are waiting to eat dinner <laughs> and I don't want it to get cold. So I'll do my test bite and go, man, this is great. See y'all later. <laughs> and then we go eat because I'm cooking for my family. But, um, you know, yeah, I agree. I mean, so a lot of people are looking for, you know, the not fancy stuff, just like with barbecue. A lot of people, like the idea of the bit like me like the idea of a big um you know uh, offset you know wood-fired grill but 
you know, I don't cook on that a lot and I wouldn't, I wouldn't cook on it a lot. So, you know, for me to sit there and watch all these, I don't, I don't watch a lot of videos of people unless it's somebody I like to watch anyway. And they're happen to be cooking like Justin or, you know, Troy or, you know, Greg, if they're just happen to be cooking on that grill that day, but I don't actively seek it out because it's not something that I'm doing a lot. But, um, so I think you got a lot of people that they're just like you, you know, they're coming home. <laughs> they want to use their air fryer so they go what's what's tom cooking tonight let me see if i can cook that you know but um yeah that's great what else you want to talk about tom what's going on in the future you're gonna you're gonna try to make some more uh um more content you're gonna try different things too or i think right now i'm just uh I'm just doing what i'm doing uh I'm, go I'm going with the flow if something else pops up that i want to do then something else will pop up that i want to do i i don't I don't have any plans. I don't have any, you know, agenda. It's just me. And if something else pops up that I want to put on the channel, then I'll put it on the channel. But I don't have, there ain't no big plans. There may be some new cookers that uh, I'm thinking about getting. I've been throwing some stuff in through my head here for a while now, just kind of waiting to pull the trigger. But uh, there isn't any real big plans. It's just, just me. So what kind of cookers you you talking about? I mean, are you talking about more grills or you know, yeah. indoor cookers or? No, it would be it would be more grills. I, I'm really interested in the the master built uh, gravity gravity uh, gravity uh, fed. Yeah, yeah, and they've had some issues. I don't know. I I don't know. I, I but I I almost had one used a couple of weeks ago, and the guy backed out on me at the last minute. Otherwise, that that'd be here in the garage already. And uh, obviously the Weber smoke fire is, oh boy, I, I just, you know, <laughs> I just, I'm just chomping at the bit. I, I wish, you know, they're talking about all these ones that are getting taken back to Lowe's and all that. I wish I could find out where those are. Because uh, <laughs> I'd, I'd snag one really quick. Even if it had a fire in it, I'd clean that sucker up and say, okay, here we go. And I like fix it. it. <laughs> you know, I got, I got ideas. So, you know, that's, that, you know, that's something I'm thinking about too, but. Yeah, you never know where, where to go. I, you know, sometimes it might just be, uh, you know, just roaming around on Amazon or see something new on Facebook and say, "Oh, I gotta have that." You should uh, contact uh, Weber. They're in Illinois. They're your neighbor, right? You can, how, what's about two hour drive for you? Yeah, I'm right. You know, I'm literally an hour from the border. So yeah, you know, not even I can hop on ninety four and be done the border in forty five minutes. So, hey, so yeah, I. It, don't think we have a good relationship <laughs> well just tell them hey give me one of those ones that people are returning and i'll fix it for you then you can yeah, I don't. <laughs> don't think so <laughs> yeah i don't know i don't know i i like you i i don't i'm not scared of offending you know i've had people yeah, talking in forums about the weber smoke fire and i i try not to comment on it because i don't have one but all i know is what i've seen and use in my head like you where you can tell how something is, you know, how it's supposed to work and it ain't working like they, they think it's working. And, um, uh, so, but I've had people tell me, Oh, don't, don't burn a bridge with Weber. You might need them someday. And it's like, nah, that's not how I'm going to operate because, you know, I'm not looking to be sponsored by every, you know, grill company in the world. I mean, I've worked with a couple, uh, companies that I, I've approached because I like them already you know, and I, I don't, I see some of these guys out on YouTube that they'll take any free grill that they're offered. And some of the guys I like, and I'm not going to, you know, criticize them for it, but that's not going to be me. You know, I'm not going to, 
have one and have a pit boss in one day and then next day I got a Z grill and then the next day I got a camp chef and then the next day I got a Blackstone and the next day I got a Weber, you know, I'm not going to be, you know, playing musical uh, cookers because, you know, companies are given to me to get exposure on YouTube, which how many of those were given to you that you got behind you there? Uh, the, uh, the Pella pro was the only one. Yeah. And that one, I approached them like you. Yeah. Uh, there's a company based, they're based out of Waukegan, Illinois and family owned. And they were, they were struggling a little bit. And I approached Dennis, their owner, who's retired and started this, you know, and he's got his daughter working with him and his grandkids working with him. And I said, what you need is more exposure. I said, you know, and he gave me a grill and uh, I've been promoting products as much as I can because number one, they're a small company. They can't afford to have problems. So they build everything heavy duty right. and have problems when you build something heavy duty and, and you build it to last and you give good customer service, you know, and just uh, down to earth people. When you call that their hotline on a week, on a weekend, it's, Dennis, the owner who answers and you know, and he, he takes care of you. So that's, that's, that's why I approached them to try and help them. And, uh, and they're, they're, they, they make some great accessories and, and folks, please, you know, smokedaddyinc.com go, go and take a look at some of their stuff. Cause they really got some very, very good stuff when it comes to pellet grills and pellet grill, grill, grill accessories. Yeah. I, and like I said, I'm like that. I will approach companies that I like the stuff that I've already used and like, and I will approach them and say, Hey, look, you know, I've got this thing going on. I like your product. I've already used your product. I, you know, want to work with you. Uh, I've had, I've turned down, you know, three or four times a week. I get emails from really? companies that wanting to send me stuff, not big stuff, but you know, uh, you know, they want to send me thermometers. They want to send me all kinds of different sous vide, you know, I, and I took some in the beginning, some sous vide things, but they're all junk. They're all cheap Chinese junk and they don't work well. So I stopped even taking them because I'd get them and it would shut down after, you know, 20 minutes. And you're like, I'm not even going to, I tell them, look, I'm not even going to review these. So just don't send me anything anymore. <laughs> so and this was early on when I first started my YouTube channel and I just decided I'm only going to work with companies that I actually, you know, know that I like that, you know, like with camp chef, you know, they, they make something that I really like. And I think they're different than most other pellet grills out there. And it's not just the brand name. It is the, you know, the ash removal system, you know, the way that they've got their, uh, their, the pellet hopper set up. I mean, the way that they've got the sliding grill, you know, the, the way they did the interior space of the grill, making it bigger instead of it just being round and, losing half of the cooking space. I mean, there's a lot of things that they have um, that I liked about their, and, and some of their other, you know, products like their flat top. I mean, there was different, totally different uh, build quality than some of the other stuff I've seen out there. So, you know, I'll work with them. I'll work with, you know, companies like Fresh Jack's uh, seasonings because I, you know, use some of their products. I really liked it. I liked the company. And um, so I said, Hey, I want to work with you guys. And they're like, okay. You know, and it's not like I'm getting money from them all the time. It's just, just send me some of your product. I'll use it. I'll expose it out there. And um, you know, whenever I ask you for something else, just, you know, send me some so I can demo it for you. You know, just like you, you know, you're demoing it for them. It's because it's something you like and you believe in. So. Exactly. But all right. So uh, other than that, are we going to see like a Tom Horseman, uh, you know, playing with any kind of other toys like boats or anything like that? Or <laughs> that, 
this summer we're gonna go camping. You'll you'll probably see me do some campfire stuff, but year yeah. I'm not very adventurous. Uh the older I get, the less adventurous I get. So yeah, you're anything crazy. Yeah, yeah. Wouldn't it happen to see me out on a boat or a water Oh my gosh. That'd be funny video though. But uh <laughs> you're not gonna see it. I would I've always wanted to do some stuff at work, but I, I, I would get in trouble if I did some stuff at work. But uh, I do a lot of interesting things at work and have been to some really places where a whole lot of people don't get to go. I've been on top of wind turbines. I've been down uh, below the streets of Manhattan doing tunneling work. Uh, I've been in places where I think it would be really interesting, uh, but because uh, eh, it's work, and, yeah. uh, I can allow that. So. You know, it, it's too bad because uh, the people only knew what it takes uh, to build some of the things they have to build for the infrastructure in this country. I, I think they would, uh, <clears throat> they would, they would like watching it. But eh, I can't. They'd have a lot more respect for it. That's for sure. Yeah, exactly. Cool. What do you do when you come down to Florida when you take a break? Uh well, I'm usually not there for very long, uh, so I usually have a honeydew list, and uh, you know, I take care of that. I like to walk. I like to walk in Florida and, um, you know, I, I don't play golf. Uh, the villages is where, where our house is down there and it's a big golf community and a lot of sports. My wife is hugely into sports. She plays a lot of, a lot of softball and pickleball. Uh, and I don't do any of that. I have no talent. The kids and the wife got all the talent. I got none, but I can walk. And, uh, I, I like to you know, start off my day and go for a five mile, six mile walk and then come back and do some putts around the house and, uh, barbecue something. But, uh, like I said, uh, as far as Florida is concerned, I don't know if that's for me. But um, I, when I do retire eventually, I probably will try it. And then she already told me if I don't like it, we can, you know, she she's had her fun now of about 11, 12 years. So <laughs> you know, we, we can go somewhere else at that point. Nice. Well, Tom, I want to thank you for being on. And make sure everybody take a, a check out Tom Horseman on YouTube. He's got plenty of cooking videos with grills, all different kinds of grills. You'll be able to see a lot of his different grills and how he cooks on them uh, on the YouTube channel. But he also does tool reviews. He also does air fryer reviews. He's also got that new caveman that he cooks on, 1,500 degrees, uh, searing machine. And, um, um, and you'll take a look-see at everything that Tom has. If you uh, watch one of his videos, you'll know what that take-a-look-see is. <laughs> Thanks, Tom. I appreciate you being on. And anything else you want to discuss before we head out? Oh, thanks, Darren. I appreciate you having me on. Thank I you. really appreciate you being on. I look forward to having you on again soon when you get some new uh, grills in there we can talk about, all right? Definitely. All right. Thanks again, and uh, we'll see you guys on the next Fire and Water Cooking Podcast. Well, thanks again for joining us on the Fire and Water Cooking Podcast. I want to thank Tom Horseman once again for being on. Make sure you check out Tom's YouTube channel. Just search Tom Horseman on YouTube, or you can click the link in the description below. Make sure you also follow him on Facebook. Also, make sure you follow us on our YouTube channel, Facebook, Instagram, and all that. Make sure you check out Masterclass and Fresh Jacks. There will also be a link in the description below. And thanks again, and make sure you follow us on the next Fire and Water Cooking Podcast. I'll see you on the next one.